say if they say if we'll only avoid void any confrontation with the enemy, he'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. I am confused. Being philosophically consistent and being a very honest person, I'm sure you can tell me where God came from. That you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. Because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. This is the Philosophically Poetic Show. What is up? What is happening? You are tuned into yet another week of Philosophically Poetic right here on Active FM. I am your girl, Nalzi Lee, and yet for another week, we are going to be discussing the book of Revelation. And the title for today is something that um, we're going to read in the one of the last books actually the last book in the book of revelations and i'm going to explain a little bit on that in the show but we're going to get into fact of the week before we get into the topic did you know the nazis yes hitler's people were the first ever people in modern history to dun, 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 start an anti-smoking and tobacco movement and obviously we know um the way Hitler did all of his propaganda was way more than just um, through what people were hearing or through banning things that people could watch and through feeding them programs that would literally tell them what they need to think and believe. We know that he also went into their lifestyles and he changed their lifestyles. And um, that's one of the things that makes him probably one of the most strategic leaders Um in history up until this point so they were the first to say listen guys no smoking no tobacco we need to keep it clean because obviously he was trying to build this whole Aryan race which he would never have been a part of but right now we're gonna get into some music Oh, 
us more than words can say. His love never quits. We rescued from the trampoline. absolutely love that song make sure that you go and check that out but we have been speaking about the 24 elders and who are they what are they what is their significance are they even people is it a representation of something and if you did not hear last week's show make sure that you go and listen to that show make sure that you um really take in what I said in that show because I think it's something that really is such a big idea um, in terms of us understanding what heaven is and what heaven would look like. I mean, I always thought when I did read the book of Revelation and like I wouldn't read it in its entirety. I'd read like certain sections then be scared and then be like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. But one of the things I always thought was what is it going to look like and like for us, not what is it going to look like, because the book describes, like, the the key features of it. But, like, what is it going to look for, like for us? Like, is God always going to be on his throne with, like, these 24 thrones around him with people sitting on those thrones? And then Jesus on side. And then, like, what are we going to be doing? Where are we going to be sitting and all of that stuff? Um, are we going to be sitting for the rest of eternity? <laughs> it's just questions I would have. And I'm going to break down just a little bit more on that as we go on through the show. But... The key feature um, of the entire book of Revelation is it is coming. The kingdom of heaven is advancing at a very high speed. Um, and it's for us now to jump on the boat and to get other people to jump on the boat. So what did we look at last week? We looked at what they were wearing and where they were seated. And what we are looking at now with the 24 elders um, is, is there any significance in the number 24 when it comes to um, the elders who are in Revelation? And just to go back to the book of Revelation, just so you get where I'm speaking this out of, it's in Revelation verse 4. And it says, at once I was in the spirit and there before me, this is chapter 4 verse 2, at once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Ruby. A rainbow that shone like emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 others seated on the throne. Um, were 24 thrones with 24 others seated on the throne, obviously. Um, and that's where we are getting this from. And when we look at it, it's very interesting to see in the book of Revelation how nobody ever says, I saw God. Like, 
I know there's a scripture in the Old Testament that says no one shall see God and live. And some people think, oh, that, that's a contradiction because people have seen God. But then I ask myself, like there's three parts to God. There's the Father, there's the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In my mind, when I read that verse, I think God the Father. Because in the Bible, every time someone has gone up into heaven and seen, they've just said they saw someone on the throne. They didn't see like more than that. They didn't actually get who that was on the throne. They've just said someone. And for me, it's like in that instance, no one has ever seen God the Father and lived. But obviously that is something to be debated. And he says there were 24 others seated on 24 thrones that surrounded him who sat on the main throne. And we looked at where they were sitting and what they were wearing. And now we're looking at the significance of the number 24. And the number 24 has significance in the Bible when you look at where it is used and what is it meant, both back then and possibly during this time. In 1 Chronicles 24, the descendants of Aaron, who were the priests in Israel, were divided into 24 sections to determine the order in which they would minister before the Lord. In 1 Chronicles 25, the musicians were divided into 24 sections and they were responsible for worship in the house of the Lord, right? It is possible that the 24 elders are a symbol then of what was to come. When you read the opening chapter in Revelation, notice how John describes us as a kingdom and priest. And this is what he says in the beginning of Revelation, Revelation 1 verse 4 to 6. Grace and peace to you from whom he is and from him who is, who was, and who is to come. And from the seven spirits before the throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn born from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sin by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom of priests, to serve his God and our Father. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. And from this, we could possibly draw a correlation of the verses, um, of this and the verses, and lead it back to the book of Chronicles and say it is a symbol of the church. I mean, if we look... Um, the, the worship leaders were divided into 24. And what are people constantly doing in heaven? It's a worship party of God. In fact, if we go back to the book of Revelation, it says um, that the living creatures day and night never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and is to come, a forever God. He was, he is, and is to come as well. And then if we look at verse 11, it says, um, they laid their crowns before him. These 24 elders laid their crowns before him. And what did they do? They began to worship. They said, you are worthy, Lord our God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power for you created all things by your will they were created and have they been so it's it could be um we're looking at a whole lot of possibilities here again the bible doesn't tell us specifics when it comes to this and i think when we get to heaven we're going to be so shocked at what it is and what it looks like and what everything we read represented because there's some things that we actually don't know we just know this is what it is and 
that is what it is we know that you store up your riches in heaven you don't know what those riches are going to look like whether that means you living in a mansion in heaven or whether that means we don't know what it's going to look like and um i think we're going to get a big shock when we actually get there right now while we're on earth we can try and make sense of it as best as we can by referring to scripture but God did not tell us who these 24 elders are. I do want to reiterate that because I don't want you to go tell your friends. No, even said it represents. No, um, we are basically um, trying to figure this out. And another thought on the 24 elders, there's another possible idea or symbolism tied to the 24 elders. Some scholars would say the 24 elders represent the 12 tribes of Israel combined with the 12 apostles, representing how God has Bridge the gap between the old covenant and the new. We obviously know the old covenant was the the 12 tribes of Israel and God had a covenant with Israel. And then there's a split in the middle of the Bible. And that's the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And then we see, not literally in the middle of the Bible, because we know the Old Testament has more books than the New. Um, But then we see how the Bible is split and then the New Testament comes in. And we see how um, those two, many people like to split them, but those two uh, are basically the same thing. Everything in the Old Testament was pointing to Jesus. And then everything in the New Testament is basically now Jesus' life until he's ascended. And obviously until John gets the revelation of him in heaven. And it's a beautiful picture to think of the 12 tribes of Israel combined with the 12 apostles, because through the apostles, the church was birthed. They were the first ones to believe in God and to actually die in horrific. Oh my word. The way the the apostles, not the apostles, the apostles died is so crazy. I think to myself now, if somebody said, I'm going to hang you on a cross upside down, like, what would you say? And they had that faith. It's because they that's something they had seen. It's something they had lived. They couldn't now deny Jesus now that he's ascended into heaven because they even saw him after he ascended into heaven. And because they refused to deny Jesus, they were killed in the most horrific ways. I mean, you can imagine John being thrown in boiling oil. He didn't die. But that must have been so horrific and so um, painful to go through. But they refused to recant their faith because this is something they saw and this is something they lived and this is something that they brought forward to us as the church and um that's one of the the explanations for the 24 elders it says again since the bible is not clear who the 24 elders are in revelation these are just ideas that can help us possibly understand what the 24 elders might represent now going forth from next week we are gonna speak about are the 24 elders angels or heavenly beings we're gonna speak about where else are the 24 elders mentioned in the Bible, if they even are mentioned again, or this is the first and last time we hear of these 24 elders and what that represents in terms of the word elder. Like, what is it? What What is the Bible talking about? Um, and as we go through that, I think we're going to uncover a lot. And then um, once we finish with the 24 elders, we're going to keep going deeper into these key aspects in the book of Revelation, just so that we can get a bit of understanding into 
what the book is trying to say. Some of the things in the Bible we will never know until we get to heaven. Uh, and I think that's the best thing because if God told us everything, I think we'd become a little bit arrogant and prideful. As humans, we already become arrogant and prideful with the little we know. So I could just imagine. But also, God doesn't always reveal everything at once. And that's why um, he would give people revelations. I mean, if you look at how crazy the story is with the prophet Samuel, where he's told go and anoint a new king, Saul is stuffing up. And he's like, okay, I know where to go. I have the oil to anoint the king, but who am I anointing when I get there? God, do you not want to tell me now? And then God makes him go through the process of elimination. Um, and it's the first one, oh, I like him. No, that's not him. Oh. Second one, oh, I like him. And he goes on in this process of elimination until he gets to the one that God wanted him to get to. Um, and so we see how, so I think for the prophet, it was, it was important for his faith that he wouldn't go there knowing, okay, I'm going to get there. I'm looking for David. He's young. Um, I'm going to be, sh I'm not going to be shocked because I know he's a young boy. He's somewhere in the field herding sheep. This is why God has called him. But even the prophet was like, who else now? <laughs> what? The little kid, we anointing this guy. But I think it was also key for his faith because sometimes we think the first thing God brings is the one. We're like, oh, thank you, God. Then it's gone. And we're like, God, why did you take it away? And he's like, no, we're going through the process of elimination. So it's going to be very interesting as we go on in the Bible and just try to figure out what some of the stuff means as far as we can. Um, and where the Bible doesn't say all we can do is speculate and hope that we would get to the answer and then get to heaven and be like, ha God, we figured it out. Or get there and be like, what? I did not even think of that because it says that um, God does things that we cannot even think, dream or imagine. And I can only imagine, well, I can't, what heaven is like with regards to that specific text as well. So we have come to the end of our show. We're still speaking the book of Revelation. Um, I think I've been getting multiple trillions and trillions of revelations as I've done this deeper study into the book. I mean, it's one thing to read it once off and to finish the book. And I was so happy the first time I got to Revelation 22. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I finally finished a book in the Bible. Um, and that led me to finishing so many other books in the Bible now. So thank you for that. Um, but it was different for me just to read it on my own and to, oh God, what are you trying to say? And highlighting and trying to figure it out. And now to actually start researching and going in depth because I have to, if I'm going to come here and say stuff. Um, and it's been really different and I've been getting so many revelations on the book of Revelation and as I get them I'll share them and as we learn and grow together we will see how God will unpack this book um, in a way he's never unpacked it before hopefully God please um, but make sure that you're sharing this out with your sisters, uncles, cousins, brothers friends, everybody you know because it's not only for you it's for you and everybody in your world it's the only time you can do the most and if you do have revelations as well on the book of revelation make sure you get to our socials and make sure that you're commenting and that you're letting us know what you think we would love to hear from you um or otherwise you can post something and hashtag active fm hashtag philosophically poetic or at philosophically poetic at active fm and we would love to get back to you but for another week this is your girl nazi lee i absolutely love you peace out and god bless bye 
Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.